Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily oh. blues content. I'm Thomas Welch. I'm Josh Hyman. And uh, we got a good one for you today. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about, uh, obviously, all the happenings around the league um, in the playoffs. Um, St. Louis Blues took a very depressing L. Very depressing yeah. L. Um, Back against night, the wall. Four to three score against the Vancouver Canucks after going up three to one. So uh, that, um, yeah, uh, down a game. Although to be fair, this team was down two games before and they came back. They're down one game now. That's true. That's true. We'll see what happens. Um, Josh, well, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Uh, I think before we even get into anything, I do got to remind everybody that today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliable prices, all the parts your car will ever need. No, but I think. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm nervous. Uh, I think there's only so many like opportunities to, to fall short in a season before you can, before you, you know, you run out of breathing room. And I think last night's game was, uh, was a one that you couldn't afford to lose in the way that they did. Um, I don't think that they're, you know, I don't think that they're losing in six. I don't, I, I still think that they can come back and win the series, but honestly, this is the most nervous I have ever been in a playoff series with this team this year and last year. Um, even though they were down three, two to Dallas, even though they blew a two, nothing lead to Winnipeg, even though they were in a game seven of the Stanley cup final, this is probably the least confident I've ever felt. Um, off of an off of a single game, I think that loss was a really tough one. Um, blowing a three one lead is uh, that's just that's just not a good look. Yeah, there's been a lot of three one leads blown, and it all it's always ends up meme worthy, you know. But it's mm-hmm. like, oh, dude, it just felt like it like it like the wind got knocked out of you almost, you know, because like. Yep. Uh, they, took, the they took their foot off the gas. Exactly. We saw the Blues get to their game, go up two goals, and get complacent. I'm like, yep. can't do yep. that in a playoff setting. And this Blues uh, team knows that they can't do that in a playoff setting because they went through all of it last year. So you would think, yeah, uh, it's just. I got, I got, I mean, I got a, a scary thought. Um, last night when I was watching the game, I, I, I got the, I got vibes of, of Ken Hitchcock. Blues era. Yeah, honestly. Of, of going up a couple goals and then turtling. Um, the problem with that, though, like even even in that regard, the issue with the Ken Hitchcock teams was a lot of times, like the Blues would go up against a team that they were just outmatched against, you know, and be like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, even if we played like to our the best caliber of our play, like, if these guys bring their A game, they're probably going to beat us. And like, it sucks and it happens, but like, you kind of just have to swallow it. Right. I No one in their right mind can convince me that this Canucks team is better than the Blues. If they both play to their full strength, it's just not a thing. We've seen the Blues take control of the game. We even saw it last game. I'm going up by two goals, but we've seen the Blues take control of the series. When they were up 3-1, they fully, in last game, they were in full control of the series and then they just let it slip away. Exactly. So that that's the most aggravating thing for me is because like, mm-hmm. I know that this team is capable of more because we've seen it. Mm-hmm. And I know that if they get knocked out in the first round by this team, like it's just, it's going to haunt me the whole off. We're not, 
we're not mad. We're disappointed. Um, I think I'm, that's the I, I was mad too. I was You're mad. mad. I was mad. I'm not even mad. No, that's not like an. That's not an angry loss. An angry loss would be like if you're a Coyotes fan. That's when you're. That's when you're mad. Yeah. Okay. That's get, fair. Get, get losing like thir- getting blown out like thirteen to one in the last two games or whatever the hell they did. Um, no, but it's like it's like you don't you don't have a whole lot to be mad about. It's not like Jake Allen let in an absolute stinker of a goal or someone had an absolute stinker of a turnover. It's just like he could have done better. At the end of the day, you just look at the little things from that game that you know. Yeah, they took a few shifts off and never was it. Never were able to recapture that momentum. I mean, hockey is a game of momentum, absolutely, and it's oftentimes it's about not necessarily about who's the best team all day, you know, day in, day out, but it's just who gets hot at the right time. Uh, and I think we saw that last year. Blues got very hot at the right time. Uh, and, and right now, I'm, I'm not saying they're cold, but they got hot for two and a half games, won the first two, were, was winning the third one, and then let it slip. So, yeah. I still think the ball's in their court. Down 3-2, I still think that this is their series to lose. Exactly. Which is, which is a very bold claim to but a team problem is, one game away from elimination. The problem is we said that from the beginning, <laughs> is that it's been their series to lose, and now they're facing elimination. So I think right. I, I wouldn't say, I guess, like what we were talking about, I wouldn't say that I'm mad, really. I think aggravated is a better word. Yeah. It's, it's like a combination of disappointed and, like, I'm just pissed off because I know that we're capable of more, you know? Yeah, but, well, I mean um, – I mean, you talk about aggravated. I, I The Blues were probably pretty aggravated when Markstrom was flying across the crease, making saves oh left God. and right, dude. That was yeah. insane. Like, yeah. Like, a, he was I mean, the Blues kind of shitting away a two-goal lead. Um like is something you on on two on two like extremely unlucky goals right it's not it's not it's not yeah it wasn't it wasn't bro horvat skating through the entire team and roofing a easy goal it was a puck that squirted through 15 bodies in the crease and the puck that was shot from no angle that bounced off jake allen and in the net like yeah it's not something you ever want to see but if Markstrom doesn't have the game that he has, like there's, there's no way that they're coming back, you know? Right. Right. I think a lot had to go right in that game for Vancouver for them to win, which is why I say the blue series to lose. And that being said, if they, they, if they go out and shit the bed next game, then it would have been their series to lose. And honestly, they can go out and play really well next game and just run into a hot goalie or whatever and lose. And I still would say it was their series to lose because they could have won this game. They could have won game, won, won games one and two, et cetera. And if this is the end of the road for them, I think this will always be a series we look back on as like a definite, what could have been. Yeah. Exactly, because I think I think one of two things has to happen for the Blues to win, even if they're not playing at their best. Right? It's like the the Blues defense has to play better. Like just by and large, the goalies obviously have not been the problem because we've had both of them in there play well, and we still lose. So either the defense has to tighten it up. Also, there is no there is no world. There is no fantasy where Justin Falk should be the best player, like the best player on our defense right now. Right. That person should be Alex Petrangelo. That person. And or Colton Pareko. And or Colton Pareko. Exactly. Just, like Justin Falk is a fantastic player and I'm out of my mind happy for him and glad that he's playing the hockey that he is right now. But he should not be the one carrying this defensive core. No. Let's get that no. straight. Um, no. So that either needs to happen or Jake slash Jordan, whoever's in tonight, has to just play out of their mind Tomorrow ridiculous night. shut down hockey yeah which yeah, yeah. uh it's 
it's not a fault against them that neither of them have. Like, they've been scored on on breakaways and, like, kind of wide-open chances. So, like, the fact they're just playing, like, average hockey, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, but one of those two things has to happen. And, I, like, do I have faith defense, defense defense needs to step the it entire up. defensive core is going to turn it around by tonight? I don't know. Tomorrow night. I have no idea. Right? Or, yeah, it is tomorrow, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Thank, thank God. <laughs> need, a, need a night off from that. I got need a night off from that, that shit. Holy shit. Um, I think Craig Ruby has read that team, the Riot Act, after that game. Um, he guaranteed a game seven. I don't know if you saw that. He did. But he guaranteed a game seven, which. I mean, a lot about damn, maybe as damn that 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 made me want to run through a wall seeing that quote. Um, it's gonna look awful silly if we don't get there, but but we will we will see. Um, I don't know, I don't know. It's a new situation for for us as Blues fans. Obviously, they were down three two in the Dallas series, but it wasn't it wasn't in a series that they probably could have swept. You know that that's the thing is I think they could have been done with the series already. Yeah, I would say here we are now. I think I think you're right in that regard, but I also think like just the overall like back and forth between the two series have been similar, just because I felt like yeah Ben Bishop just kind of like stole a lot. That's true. That's true. It still felt like we had a lot of pressure on them throughout the entire. Like it never really felt like we were outplayed in that series. It just felt like there were games Mm -hmm. where we should have played better that we lost, or Mm -hmm. games where Ben Bishop Mm -hmm. just played out of her mind. really similar actually to Markstrom right now because I think uh, he's like got like the highest save percentage on like high dan- high and like I think the highest number of high danger chances too and like left yeah. in the playoffs so I mean there's something Markstrom's to be said really for that good. but at the same time uh, if you've got him if you've got him hemmed in his own zone the entire time eventually he's going to break and we saw that for a little bit over these last couple of games and I hope that the Blues uh, can stick to that next game absolutely hey we're talking about the blues being unreliable and you know we need some reliability in our life and one place that is guaranteed to good about to be good about being reliable all the time is rockauto.com chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers but rockauto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low no matter what rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do or other similar companies rockauto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or even an account login rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years you can go to rockauto.com the shop for auto and body parts from over hundreds of manufacturers the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. And if you do visit them, please write locked on in their how to do here about us box so they know we sent you. And we'll be right back with the second half of today's episode. All right, Tommy. Let's take a, let's take a break from the blues a little bit, a little bit. I can breathe. I know. I, I, yeah, let's breathe. <laughs> let's 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 instead of crying about the blues and how much they suck, let's kind of laugh about how much other teams suck and, and how they've been eliminated and stuff like that. Um, jokes aside, there there are a lot of other series going on, a lot of interesting stuff happening that we do have to get into. Um, 
the Tampa Bay Lightning took the series over Columbus last night with a 5-4 to victory in overtime to win the series 4-1. to The Boston Bruins had a 2-1 to victory over the Carolina Hurricanes to win that series 4-1. to And the Colorado Avalanche walloped the Coyotes 7-1 to to win that series 4-1 to as well. And we talked about how impressive Carolina looked at the beginning of all of this. So They did. They looked I, really they, good. They looked too hot to trot, and now, now they're going home. So... You know what? Um, Boston. Any sort of the cap. The Capitals as well are down three. Capitals are on the fence. I would never count out Ovi, but I'm, they're down. Yeah, I wouldn't count out Ovi either. But also, you know, being down three games to one, this is a very similar situation to the Capitals of the past pre Stanley Cup. Um, I feel like it's very similar to, to a lot of the complaints that they would see about them that they would, you know, have a really strong regular season match up against a weaker team in the playoffs and then just not show up. Not saying it's anything like that, but I don't I, I don't have a lot of faith that they're gonna rebound in this series. I think I think their magic's a, magic's a little bit running out. Um, I think New York's just played really good hockey and also Barry Trotz as the coach is just too good to be true in terms of being able to beat his former team. So I, I think the Islanders are gonna take that series. Um but I, I also think that there's a very good chance that Ovechkin could just score eight goals in the next two games to right. even up the series at, at uh, three games apiece. So just turn into a cyborg and put the team on his back. Yeah, I wouldn't put right. that past him either. No, not at all. Um, in terms of the other like series, as, holy shit. In terms of the yeah, yeah. In terms of the other series, um, Colorado might win the Stanley Cup this year. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think we need to wait and see. We, we need to. We definitely need to address that because you look around the over around the league and like if the Capitals get knocked out, that's a big team going out. Like if the Blues get knocked out, that's a big team. A big team. Uh, yeah, and even Carolina, like we talked about, they were highly touted. They were playing hot. Now they're going home. So it's like, I. It's not that they won't have a lot of competition on the way. I think Vegas honestly would be their best competition at this point, but. I don't know. Yeah, Colorado's a very, very, very scary team. I don't think Arizona tested Colorado's defense at all. No. Um, so I, I still think it's going to hinge a lot on their goaltending and defense to, to win those like 2-1 games where Nathan McKinnon gets shut down. But for the time being, holy shit. Do they going to shut like down that? Nathan McKinnon, though. I yeah, they look like this point. they look like men amongst boys. Um, again, it was against an Arizona Coyotes team, so maybe they, maybe we give them the benefit, or we give the Coyotes the benefit of the doubt that just like, hey, you guys kind of suck, so you made the Avalanche look a lot better than they are. But I wouldn't be surprised to see them match up against a really really good team next round and do the exact same thing. They looked so good. Yeah, and very scary. Um, in terms and a of a lot of high-paced hockey, yeah, fast-paced hockey, but also strong, gritty battle it out hockey when they need to. That team looks really, really good. And if honestly, if the Blues do get knocked out this round, they're my pick um, to to win the Stanley Cup this year. I think. Um, speaking of uh, picks to win the Stanley Cup this year, Tampa Bay Lightning finally got the monkey off their back and escaped the first round against. Um, Columbus with some vengeance with some vengeance Braden Point scores the OT winner just as he did in game one uh, rough goal to give up there for Columbus I don't know if you watched the game but it was basically just a defensive zone turnover yeah, that I didn't see that. left left Corpus Hollow out to out to dry um, who was first of all an absolute animal in the in the entire series and lost was maybe the best goalie in the playoffs for the first two Gotta rounds be up there top three for sure 
Mm-hmm. And then gets himself eliminated. So that's tough. But hey, you know what? That's hockey. And I think that I think that applies to the the Blues series too against the Canucks. Is I think that they are the better team. But does that mean that they are going to win the series? Not at all. They could very easily go out and lose game game six six to nothing and just be done. I said this at the beginning of last week that we could be very well sitting here in a week having a very difficult conversation because you know what? That's hockey. Markstrom, Markstrom stays hot for the next three games or next two games, next one game even. That's it. So I don't know. I and things to take into consideration too, like the Blues are missing Jay Bomeister, who would make a significant difference on this defensive core as well as one of their best players in Vladimir Tarasenko. Yep. Even when he and was then, in the games, he was not playing. Yep. Uh, and then Alex Seen, that we know, and Alex Seen, another really really strong defensive Barbara presence. As well. Barbashev just getting back up to speed. So a lot of you could call them excuses for the Blues, but a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of elements of of the Blues as a whole that can can explain the struggles they've had in this series. Um, and the fortunate thing about winning a Stanley Cup in the previous year is, yeah, you have really high hex- expectations for the next year, and we want to go back to back, but. Worst case scenario for the blue, for Blues fans is a first round elimination, and it's pretty nice when your worst case scenario is attached with a Stanley Cup the year prior. That's all I'm going to say. Right, exactly. And I think there needs to be. Uh, you talk about. I feel like people talk about it in internet circles a lot, but there should definitely be like a grace period after a team finally, especially like the Blues after 50 years of winning the Stanley Cup. Like you can't be pissed off that they. I mean, you can be like, and you should be disappointed that your team gets knocked out. But you can't really be legitimately mad at this team that they didn't go back to back because the chances of that are, you know. Right. I mean, it's very difficult to do. Obviously, it will be very disappointing if the Blues get knocked out in the first round. And we can say, oh, you know, wish they could have done better, wish they could have moved on. But it's it's a hard road, especially this year. Um, it's a very hard road. And yeah. And, and you know, taking the rose-colored glasses off and, and just looking at it as what it is, Vancouver's a really damn good hockey team. Um, and the Blues have had a really tough transition, um, whether it be injuries or just or just lack of getting up the game speed because, you know, they, they play a very gritty style of hockey that isn't just – you can't just get the flip of a switch. Um, and also taking five months off. There's a lot, a lot of elements that we can get into and that we – may have to get into if that elimination does happen. That being said, still can't visualize them losing. I I can't visualize them losing to the Vancouver Canucks. No, no. I I do want to stress that. So handedly, like there's no reason for us not to just Mm -hmm. go out and win these Mm -hmm. games like four to one, five to one and just Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We'll wrap today's episode up real quick. But before we do, I want to tell everyone about a very important cause, the Special Olympics Missouri. This is your opportunity to help support your Special Olympics Missouri program and also be entered to win a brand new 2020 GMC Canyon 4x4 truck. Oh, my goodness. Between now and October 31st, if you go to somo.org, S-O-M-O.org slash raffle, click the big green button, you can buy um, five raffle tickets for $20 plus one free and you get entered into a truck plus you're supporting the special olympics missouri which is a great cause and even if you don't win the truck there are a lot of other prizes being given out along the way so definitely check them out and if that's not enough you're also supporting a great cause there's nearly seventeen thousand athletes statewide competing 
and 16 official Olympic type sports, and they haven't been able to train or compete since March due to COVID-19. They've still been offering virtual at-home programming in sports, health, and wellness, as well as leadership and life skills. So a really good organization, a really good place to put your money besides the whole raffle standpoint. But on top of all that, you can win a literal truck, a 4x4 GMC truck. So go to somo.org, big ass truck, somo.org slash raffle. Click the big green button, buy truck tickets. You can't miss it. $20 for five tickets plus one free. That is six entries to win yourself a brand new truck plus $20 towards a great cause. Definitely go check them out. And we'll be right back with the end of today's episode. All right, Tommy. What are final thoughts? Give them to me. Um, final thoughts? Uh, I said it earlier, but if the Blues defense plays like they're capable of playing and not like they've played the entirety of this series, uh, it doesn't matter who's in goal. Um, If they don't, then it still doesn't matter who's in goal. They're going to have to play their absolute mind off. So whatever happens, we'll see what happens. But you can, yeah. at the end of the day, you can't let just guys walk in all alone on your goalie and expect them to make a highlight reel save every single time. That's just unrealistic. So, I mean, I think that there is a, a, a both a, a positives and negatives about the way the Blues have lost these games and the fact that they have looked like absolute garbage defensively. Um, that being said, they've looked like garbage defensively and only lost and like you know lost only by one goal last game. So half a second, it, it, right? In a sense, it is a quick fix. It's not an easy fix, but it is a quick fix. It's not like you look at this team and you go, "Holy shit! What else could we? Yeah. What else could we possibly be doing?" Yeah. Or, or yeah, or in shambles. It's it 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 is a very very obvious issue that this team is facing right now. Their defense looks like crap. They have no idea what they're doing. Two defenders on one side of the ice constantly. Special teams have been a struggle. Defense. That's what it comes down to. Not necessarily an easy fix, but it is the definition of Blues hockey. It is what won them a Stanley Cup um, last year, and it is what Craig Ruby is so damn talented at producing out of his players. Defense. So, him guaranteeing a Game 7, us having two spectacular goalies, both really, really hungry to prove themselves, plus a team full of former last year's Stanley Cup champions that are probably a little embarrassed at the situation they're in. They're going to be maybe the hungriest we have ever seen them. Um, yeah, and you take a guy. They got like a lot to Greg prove. Ruby making a making a statement like that. It's like, does there guarantee? Yeah, guaranteeing a game seven. And last year he took the reins over this team when they were in last place, brought them all the way to a Stanley Cup championship. Like, is there any doubt in our minds that we shouldn't follow Craig Berube into the into the light? Not a chance. If he says it's going game seven, by God, it's going game seven. So right. If you and like I say, I've said this, we've said this a lot of times. Anyone who has watched the Blues for any time, but specifically last year and this year, knows that this team is used to adversity. Knows that this spot that they're in is not unfamiliar to them. So this it looks just like a, yet another bump in the road for this team. Um, if that makes sense, like I could totally envision this being, yep. And we were down three two to Vancouver, and we overcame that too. But I could also see this as as a like a this team. I don't want to say overachieved last year, but I think exceeded expectations for sure. Yeah. Um, and then ran out of energy, ran out of gas, and just and just couldn't put it together in time the next year, and that's totally fine. That being said, 
I want to stress that I am fully confident that the Blues can and will win this series. Um, I think that even though they are down 3-2, in a weird way, I think they still have the advantage. I think the, all the pressure's on Vancouver to close the series out. You know, showing up in Game 6, it's on Vancouver to close the series out. And then if they don't, they got to go back to a Game 7, something that the Blues are very, 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 very familiar with. Um, I'm confident. I'm nervous. And I'm accepting of the fact that this might be the end of the road, but I'm confident. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, too, you have to take into consideration that uh, the Vancouver Canucks fans were celebrating in the streets. Uh, oh, yeah. Game five victory in the hockey That's guys. That's not a good like one bit. Hockey so, guys do not like that one. I guarantee, I bit. guarantee, because that tw- that tweet got a lot of traction, I guarantee a Blues player saw that some way, somehow, and that's been circulated through the team as bulletin board material. So, yep. that being said, yep. let's see what these boys can do. And that's all I got. You got anything else? Yeah. Um, I mean, just to really quickly address the elephant in the room that we haven't touched on too too much yet. My take on the goalie situation is the exact same that it was before game uh, game four in the sense that if this team plays the hockey that we know that they're capable of playing, it doesn't matter if Jordan Bennington, Jake Allen, uh, Craig Ruby's niece, um, the, the water boy, uh, David Ayers, the Zamboni driver, it doesn't matter who, who's in between the pipes. Charles Glenn does not matter. Does not matter. Me, you. Can we talk about that too? Actually, it's so great having him back. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like when a it's like a it's like a it's like a spin it's like a spin off movie. Yeah. It's like we we the, the, the end of Charles Glenn did his time. You know he he's not it's not the same. But like hey, he's like hey I'm gonna I'll just wake up throw 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 a, a, the top of the suit on probably wearing boxers under probably wearing boxers because it's cut off and he, and he sings his ass off in front of his closet for a minute every night. It's great. It's great. Stark contrast um, from a. From the other anthem singers, I yeah, I, I love the I love the way the NHL has made these games feel natural and real, and that's another example of it. Um, I'd have to, agree. but yeah. So you, and, got, you got Binner or Allen next game? We do. We got like two minutes left in the episode. How can you ask that now? That's all. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to defend. All right, no justification. Jordan I, I'd probably go back to Binner too, honestly. Yeah. Not Jordan because Binner. it's anything. It's not because it's Allen's fault. It's just because we've seen like on breakaways and everything when Binner's at the top of his game, he's an elite talent. And I think yep. like, like we were talking about, if our defense doesn't show up, we're going to need a goalie like that. So absolutely. Absolutely. So we will see uh game number six tomorrow night, a little bit earlier this time, about 45 minutes earlier. Thank, thank you. NHL. Yeah. I get to go to bed at one thirty AM and not 2 AM. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's gonna be stressful. It's it's gonna be a. It might be the it might be the end of the road. Tomorrow, you know, who knows? Might be. There's a Monday's episode might be a might be a post mortem episode. We will see. You know, but um, hey, if it is, I'm excited. Hell of a ride. If it's not, it was. It was the other day. Right. We sleep in. We sleep in October, baby. Absolutely. Or September or whenever. I don't know. Whatever. That being said, thank you everybody so much for listening. It's been a really great week. Our numbers are up so much. So I do want to personally thank everybody who's been listening this week and downloading our episodes. Uh, means the world to us. Yeah, you it, it was a t- yeah, yeah. It was a tough few months in quarantine. You know, we didn't have a whole lot to talk about, but we're back better than ever, stronger than ever. It has been a such a fun few weeks, and I'm enjoying a lot of it. Um, 
So thanks so much for listening. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked On Blues to stay up to date with all the happenings with the podcast and around the league. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Hammond NHL. Follow Tommy at T Welcher fifteen. Let's and as always, let's hope this isn't the last time we can say this. Let's go Blues. Yes. Sir.